0: Over 2,500 years ago, the holy city of Jerusalem was conquered by a hostile foreign army. Many of the Israelites were captured and taken to live as exiles in the enemy city, Babylon. The book of Daniel tells us the story of how God equipped his people to live faithfully during this time of captivity in a place with very different values than their own. As we seek to follow God in our world today, we can learn a lot from Daniel's journey. His story shows us how we can live faithfully, wisdom and integrity as strangers and exiles all right good morning so if you uh if you need the Kind of sway back and forth a little better if you need to do this it's okay i understand i was clapping extra hard this morning during worship and trying to move as much as possible because i needed a little warm up just saying thank you for being here this morning we are continuing our series called strangers and exiles which is a study of the book of daniel um and in the book of Daniel, we see Daniel and, and three specifically Hebrew young men Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. Later, they get different names. And we see the story of them living faithfully as exiles in the nation of Babylon. And uh, there is an application for us. This is a, this is a real historical account of, of something that actually happened. This isn't just a fairy tale or a fable, this is history but it also has application for us today 2600 years after the life of Daniel and these three young men there's application for us today who scripture says that we followers of Jesus Christ are to live as strangers and exiles in the world the culture around us we are we are called Jesus said and his last kind of charge to his disciples in the Gospel of John that we are called to be in the world but not of the world because our, our home, our, our kingdom is the kingdom of God and not the kingdom of this world. And so we've looked at some, some application first that we just have to recognize that, that there is a kingdom of this world that wants our attention and our time and our, and our heart Last week, we looked at the fact that if we're going to live as strangers and exiles, we must recognize that God is in control. So we're going to look today at at the idea of living as strangers and exiles and the importance of having people walk that journey with us. And and our application this morning is going to be finding places to connect with other people. But before we go any further, we have all of our OBC kids, kindergarten through fifth grade in the room this morning. And I... Uh, kids, OBC kids, kindergarten through fifth grade, I need you guys to help me this morning. So I want to ask all of you guys to come up here to the stage to help me, okay? I need you guys to help me explain the book of Daniel a little bit. Come on, come on up, come on up. All right, come on, Johnston. Come on, come on, guys. Come on down. All right. It's a good looking group, right? I'm going to move my table over for a minute. What's up, guys? What's up, Caleb? How are you? What up? What up? All right. All right. All right. All right. Oh, that was strong. All right. Come spread out so everybody can see you guys. Okay. So, um, so how many of you guys have heard of Daniel from the Bible? Does anybody has anybody heard of Daniel? Who can tell me something about Daniel? Who who wants to tell me something about Daniel? Okay. Daniel knew Jesus. Okay, that's good. Daniel knew Jesus. Who, who else can tell me something? He T- was in a cave of lions. Yeah, he was in a cave of lions. That's right. He was brave. He was brave. Um, and uh, an angel came into the cave and, and um, shut the lions' mouth so they wouldn't eat Daniel. Yeah, that's perfect. That's exactly right. Good job, guys. Um, does anybody know who Daniel's friends were? He had some friends. Does anybody know their names? I'm going to, we'll try back here. Do you know their names? I knew they were Hebrews, but... Okay, well, that's, that's a good start. Um, Do you know their names? Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. There we go. All right, good job. Um, so how many of you guys have heard of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego? Anybody know about that story? What, what can you tell me about them, Clive? That they were in that fireplace yeah they were in the fireplace the fiery furnace what else what can you tell me about them um uh, there was an angel in there that protected them from the fire burning them yeah that's right good job guys so let me ask you uh some other questions so Daniel had these friends Shadrach Meshach and Abednego um how many of you guys have a best friend so I want somebody to tell me about how can our friends help us um, to follow Jesus? How can our friends help us to follow Jesus? Tell us about the story of Jesus. Okay, just talking about the story of Jesus. Who else has an idea about how our friends could help us follow Jesus? What do you think, Zaid? Um, our friends telling us about Daniel and the Goliath. Yeah, okay. All right, Bible stories. Yes, ma'am. Telling them about a Bible story. Okay, Bible stories. Yeah. What else? Um. Um. Uh. Telling them that, like, telling them that that um things that are true. If they don't, if I didn't believe, then things that are true about God Uh and telling me them. Yeah, helping us, helping us to think right things. What? What else? Sharing the Bible. Okay, sharing the Bible. Anybody else have any ideas about how our friends can help us follow Jesus? We can invite them to um, a church service. Yeah, that's right. Good. Um, what do any have any of you guys ever prayed for your friends? That's a good thing we can do. We can pray for our friends, right? Well. Um, you guys have done an awesome job. I think you taught you taught all the grown-ups some stuff today. So, grown-ups, let's give them a hand, and you guys can go back to your seats. Awesome job. Good job. So, Sarah talked about our investment in, in these students, and um, I'm excited about um, Sarah's vision for our deep and wide, our Bible study hour, helping our kids um, really learn to navigate God's Word and and growing in prayer. And I'm so proud of all of you students. Thank you for being up here on the stage today and for sharing today. And, And I want to talk a little bit more about Daniel and his friends this morning, but before I do, let me pray, okay? God, we love you this morning. We thank you for your Word. We thank you that your Word is truth. Lord, I pray that you would speak through your word this morning. I pray that you would encourage us this morning and comfort us where we need comfort, challenge us where we need to be challenged. And in all of it, I pray that you would point us to Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy set before him endured the cross, despising its shame, and has now sat at the right hand of the Father. And so Jesus be the center of attention this morning. Speak to us through Your Word. We pray in Jesus' name, Amen. All right. Well, I also um, this morning, Frances Frederick's is here. Frances, stand up. Frances is our missionary to Haiti, and uh, so glad that that she's here with us this morning. Um, in the fall, you know, Haiti had a an earthquake and a hurricane uh, in the in September, I think, and the early fall end of summer and um church you were able to uh you gave to help um supply some much needed things there at the ministry in haiti and and help to to rebuild some houses and put some roofs on some houses and so thank you for your generosity in that and Francette, we are grateful for you and for the way you serve um in jacmel in haiti and so, um, if, you, if you don't know Francette, get to go meet her today. And if you know her, make sure you give her a hug and greet her this morning. Well, we're uh, continuing in, in Daniel. So, this morning, I just want us to see um, that, that Daniel and Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, a.k.a. Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah, that, that these four guys, um, they went through some stuff together, right? How many of you have some friends that are your ride or die friends, that y'all have been through some stuff together, right? That is so important in our lives. It's important in our lives as followers of Jesus, it's important in our lives just in general to have people in our lives, but especially as, as Daniel and these three young men, they, they endured a difficult journey together. It was not easy to, take, to stay faithful to God's calling on their life with all they endured. And they needed each other to live faithfully as strangers and exiles in this season of their life. I, I had breakfast on Friday, with one of my best friends and from from middle and high school, we grew up together, and then we were roommates in college, and um, and so we went to the Waffle House and had uh, and it was really cold in there too. By the way. The, the cooks they want the air conditioning running because they're back there by the fire, but if you're not by the fire, it's real cold um but anyway, I digress so so we were sitting there, and we were just talking about uh the things that our our life experiences together and um we have we have a lot of stories we we um I won't share them uh, because this is on a recording but uh but, but we were just reminiscing and thinking back on all the things that we've done. And, and there's some things that we did because we were together. You know what I mean? There's some things that you don't do by yourself. But, but when you have friends around you, you, you're able to muster up the courage to do those things. I remember specifically, we, we went camping like in the woods near my parents' house. Um, I grew up in Rio Pinar, which is kind of Chickasaw, Lake Underhill area. There's a golf course there. And on the back end of the golf course, there was a lot of woods. And so we went camping, me and, and, and my buddy Tori, a kid named Jonathan, and a couple other guys were with us. And we had this big tent and we, we made a fire and we, you know, did whatever teen- teenage boys do. We threw fire at each other. We did not catch the woods on fire. So that's a good thing. But uh, but we were just hanging out, so finally we went to bed, got in the tent, and, uh, you know, we were sleeping, and and all of a sudden, this crazy noise is happening outside the tent, and we're getting nervous, and we're thinking, is this like animals, are there people, what's happening right now, And uh, and so we were just kind of looking at each other, and nobody was quite sure what to do. Went away, so we thought, okay, it's fine. And, and then it happened again, and there was this noise, and the, the bushes were shaking. We were getting pretty nervous. And uh, we were middle school boys. And then, all of a sudden, like, sp- our tent is being shaken. Like, our tent is being hit. And, and, and then it just got pulled down and collapsed on top of us. And there was this moment of dead silence. We were like, oh, no. And then one of us like, what's going on? And went out in the tent. And then all the rest of us, we ran out of the tent. We had no idea what, was, what happened, but these five middle school boys are running around the woods like we were Rambo because we were together. Now it turns out it was my dad and one of the other dads messing with us. Um, and, uh, and so we chased them all around the woods. And then, we, we never found them. and when we came back to where the tent was supposed to be, the tent wasn't there anymore. So they, <laughs> that's how I grew up, just, just so you know. But we were together, right? A, a bunch of middle school boys that had no business chasing around monsters in the woods, but because we were together, we could do it. And as I, as I sat with my buddy Tori this week and we were just talking about stories and talking about all the, all the adventures together, I was grateful for our friendship, but, but it also caused me to think about our spiritual life and and the life of Daniel and Hananiah, Mishael and Azariah, that they, they walked through this journey together that God had brought them on as as captives, taking you know they, they were taken as, as teenage boys out of their home into this foreign kingdom and, and being taught a, a new culture and they were trying to stay faithful to God and, and living in this kingdom that was that was didn 't want anything to do with their God, but they learned to encourage each other and to pray for each other and, and to walk through the difficult times of life together and so this morning before we before we apply these truths to our life by signing up uh, to, to get in plugged in with, with others, I, I want to point out a couple things. So Daniel chapter 1, uh, we have already read this story, but, but I want to point something out to you. So in Daniel 1, we see that Daniel and these young men are taken captive, and, and the king says, you're going to eat my food and drink my wine and learn my culture. And it tells us in verse 8 that Daniel determined that he would not defile himself with the king's food or with the wine he drank. So, he asked permission from the chief eunuch not to defile himself. So, verse 8 tells us who determined? Daniel. Daniel determined. So, who determined? Daniel. Daniel. Okay, so now let's go down to verse 12 where Daniel's speaking and he says, Please test your servants for 10 days. Let us be given vegetables to eat and water to drink. Then examine our appearance and the appearance of the young men who are eating the king's food and deal with your servants based on what you see. So Daniel made a decision. And next thing you know, he's got his buddies in on it too. Do any of you have that friend that they made a decision? And next thing you know, you don't know how you're roped into this thing that they've decided to do, but you're in on it too? Well, this is what Daniel did. Daniel determined... And then he, he got his buddies and he said, hey guys, we're not going to defile ourselves. We're going we're to stand strong for our faith in this culture. And they said, okay, sure, you know. Then verse 19, the king interviewed them and among all of them, no one was found equal to Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. So they began to attend the king, and in every matter of wisdom and understanding, the king consulted them about. He found them ten times better than all the magicians, mediums, and his entire kingdom. Here's what I want us to see this morning. To live faithfully as strangers and exiles, we need friends to challenge and encourage us. To live faithfully as strangers and exiles, we need friends who will challenge us and encourage us. As followers of Jesus Christ, if we want to live faithfully to God in the world around us, we need other friends who are followers of Jesus who will challenge us and who will encourage us. In Hebrews chapter 10, it says that that we should stir each other up. The King James Bible says, provoke each other to love and to good works. That we're supposed to encourage each other and challenge each other and spur each other on to live faithfully to the gospel of Jesus Christ, to live faithfully to the kingdom of God. And and if you're trying to live out your faith on your own, I promise you it won't work. (laughs) You need brothers and sisters in your life who will come alongside you and who will give you a elbow to the ribs when you need an elbow to the ribs, and who will give you a pat on the back when you need a pat on the back, and who will give you a hand to hold when you need a hand to hold. We need friends who will come alongside us, encourage us, and challenge us, and Daniel and Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego had that in each other. Last week we looked at Daniel chapter 2, the story of King Nebuchadnezzar's dream. He had this dream of a statue that had a head of gold and silver and bronze and legs of iron. And he wanted the dream interpreted. And he said, if if nobody can interpret this dream, then I'm going to kill all the wise men of Babylon. Daniel and Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were four of these wise men of Babylon and they were about to Go to the executioner's block. But Daniel grabbed his friends in Daniel chapter 2 verse 17. It says, Daniel went to his house and told his friends Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah about the matter, urging them to ask the God of the heavens for mercy concerning this mystery. So Daniel and his friends would not be destroyed with the rest of Babylon's wise men, The mystery was then revealed to Daniel in a vision at night, and Daniel praised the God of the heavens. To live faithfully as strangers and exiles, we need friends who will encourage us and challenge us, but we also need friends who will pray with us and for us. We need to pray for each other. We need to have the kind of relationships where we can call somebody up and just say, hey, I need you to pray for me. Where we can text somebody and say, I need you to pray for me. We need people who will call us and who will text us and say, hey, I'm praying for you. God put you on my heart and I'm praying for you. We need to have the kind of relationships where we can pray for each other, where it's, it's not weird for us to be praying for each other. Daniel and these three young men understood the importance of that and, and in the darkest day of their life when they thought they were about it was almost over Daniel said hey guys we got to pray come on let's go to the house we got to pray and they prayed and God came through and I wonder are you praying for your brothers and sisters your 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 friends your fellow followers, those who are a part of this church family, who are a part of, a part of your life, are, are, do you pray for them? And are they praying for you? And this morning, we need to grow in this, this idea of praying for one another. Next Sunday, um, tonight we've got our family fun night, and we're going to have a great time together. I hope you'll join us at 5 30. 5 30. If you show up at 5 o'clock, it's okay. Just don't show up at 7, 5.30. Uh, And we're going to have our family fun night. But next Sunday, we're going to have our first Sunday prayer service. And we come together and we pray for our church and we pray for each other. And we, we pray through God's word. And I hope you'll join us for our time of prayer together. We need to be praying for each other. I also want to let you know, today we're, we're launching uh, new groups, and next Sunday, I'm going to be launching, uh, during Bible study hour at 9 o'clock, I'm going to just be launching a, a prayer group at 9 o'clock. I'm going, to, I'm going to be, I don't know what room I'm going to be in yet, uh, but I'm going to find one, uh, and, and we're just going to pray. We're going to pray for the service and we're going to pray for things that are going on in the life of our church And if you don't have a nine o'clock Bible study class that you're a part of I would love to join Ask you to join me for prayer at nine o'clock every Sunday We need to be praying for each other if we're going to live faithfully as strangers And exiles those who live faithfully for the kingdom of God we need to be praying for each other And then in Daniel chapter 3 it's the story of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and the fiery furnace. And, and uh, our, our OBC kids told us the story this morning. These three young men were thrown into a fiery furnace because they refused to bow down To the statue, the idol that Nebuchadnezzar had set up. In chapter 2, Nebuchadnezzar has a dream about a giant statue. And in in chapter 3, I guess he thought, that's a pretty good idea. So he built one. And he said, everybody's got to bow down when the music plays. But Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego refused. So Daniel 3, verse 16 says, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego replied to the king, Nebuchadnezzar, we don't need to give you an answer to this question whether they would bow down or not. If the God we serve exists, then he can rescue us from the furnace of blazing fire. And he can rescue us from the power of you, the king. But even if he does not rescue us, we want you to know, uh, we want you as the king to know that we will not serve your gods or worship the golden statue you set up. So they get thrown in the fire. And if we're going to live faithfully as strangers and exiles, then we need friends who will walk through the fire with us. I don't know if it was just Shadrach or just Meshach or just Abednego, if they would have had the courage to stand up to the king. Maybe they would have. But they stood together and they walked through the fire together. And we need people who will walk through the valleys with us. Scripture says that we're called to weep with those who weep to rejoice with those who rejoice and as followers of Jesus Christ, if we're going to live faithfully, then we need friends who will walk through the fire with us. So verse 24, uh, they've they've been thrown in the fire now. And chapter 3, verse 24, it says that King Nebuchadnezzar jumped up in alarm and he said to his advisors, didn't we throw three men into the fire? Yes, of course, your majesty, they replied. He exclaimed, look, I see four men, not tied, and walking around in the fire unharmed, and the fourth looks like a son of the gods. Then Nebuchadnezzar approached the door of the furnace of blazing fire and called, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, you servants of the Most High God, come out. So Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego came out of the fire. And when the satraps, prefects, governors, and the king's advisors gathered around, they saw that the fire had no effect on the bodies of these men. Not a hair of their heads was singed, their robes were unaffected, and there was not even a smell of fire on them. Then Nebuchadnezzar exclaimed, Praise to the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. He sent his angel and rescued his servants who trusted in him they violated the king's command and risked their lives rather than serve or worship any god except their own god and if we're going to live this kind of life then we need friends who will walk that road with us but more importantly when these guys got thrown in the fire they weren't there alone Nebuchadnezzar jumped up and he said wait a minute there's four people in that fire didn't we just put three in And his advisor said, yeah. He said, well, there's four. And they're walking around unharmed. And one of them looks like the son of the gods. And in verse 28, he says that God sent his angel and rescued his servants. By the way, not an angel, but his angel. When scripture talks about the angel of the Lord, God's angel, his angel, it's not just talking about Michael or Gabriel, or one of the angels, it's talking about the Messiah, the Christ. We call him Jesus, Emmanuel, God with us. These three young men were faithful to the point of death, and they said, God can save us, but even if he doesn't, (laughs) we're not going to bow down to your idol. Uh, He could come through, maybe he will, maybe he won't. Maybe he'll deliver us from the fire, maybe he'll deliver us from you. But even if he doesn't, uh, King, uh, what do you want us to do? I mean, we're not bowing down to your idol. So they get thrown in, and Jesus shows up. And we need each other to be sure. But more than that, we need Jesus. The ultimate friend who walked through the ultimate fire. In John 15, 12, and 13, Jesus said, this is my command, love one another as I have loved you. No one has greater love than this, to lay down his life for his friends. And then Jesus went and laid down his life for his friends. And that's you and me. Jesus no longer calls us servants, but calls us friends. This morning, to live faithfully, we need each other. We're better together. We need to encourage each other and challenge each other. We need to pray for each other. We need to walk through the fire together. But we can only do that because there's one who already walked through the ultimate fire for us just a few minutes our group leaders are going to come up here and they're going to tell you about places that you can plug in and get connected. Where you can build relationships with others to encourage you and challenge you and pray for you and walk through the hard times of life with you. But before they come up I want to pray so bow your heads with me. Lord we love you this morning. Thank you for your word. Thank you for your truth. Thank you for Jesus the one who walked through the fire for us. The one who gave his life as a ransom for many. The one who demonstrated his love for us in this, that while we were sinners, he gave his life for us. While we were enemies, he gave his life for us. That the one who knew no sin became sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in him. So, Lord, I pray for anyone in this room today who has never entered into a relationship with you through the person of Jesus Christ, that even in this moment, you would make them aware of their need and that you would draw them to yourself, that they would respond to the friend who sticks closer than a brother, the friend who laid down his life for us, the one who walked through the ultimate fire So that we could be saved. So that we could live faithfully. The one who will one day redeem us and usher us into his kingdom that will never end. With your heads bowed and eyes closed, I I just want to ask a couple questions this morning. First question is, uh, is there anybody who says, I, I need to grow in my relationships with other believers who will encourage me and pray for me and, and walk through life with me? And, and, and this year, maybe, maybe you've been holding back, but this year you recognize that you need to, you need to invest and get all in. If, if you would say, that's me, pray for me. It's awkward for me. It's hard for me, but pray for me that I, would, that I would grow in my relationships with other believers this year. If that's you, raise your hand so I can pray for you. Yeah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. God, I pray for these. God, that you would strengthen them. That you would that you would give them courage and faith and boldness to, to invest and to to open up their lives to others so that they could be encouraged and strengthened and equipped to live faithfully in Jesus' name. Then let me ask this question. It's kind of the other side of the coin. How many of you would say, I- I need to be a better friend. <laughs> I, I need to take more interest in, in the relationships that I have to encourage and to pray for and to, and to walk through life with other people. And I pray that God would grow in me a love for other people more and more this year. If that's you, would you just raise your hand and let me pray for you? Yeah, praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Amen. God, I pray for these that you would strengthen them. To grow in their relationship to love others as you have loved them. I pray in Jesus' name. And the last question I want to ask is: if there's anybody this morning who would say, uh, I need a relationship with Jesus. I need to put my faith in Jesus. I've never come to the point in my life where I've surrendered to Him. And today I just recognize my need of, of a Savior and today I want you to pray for me. Is there anybody like that at all who would say, I I need to enter into a relationship with Jesus? Anybody this morning? Amen. So Lord, grow us in our relationships with each other. Grow us in our relationship with you. God, I pray if there's anyone here today who doesn't know you as Savior, that you would not leave them alone. (laughs) Just draw them to yourself through your Holy Spirit. Lord, grow us in our relationships today. And even as we apply that here in just a few minutes, God, that we will be encouraged and strengthened. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, so we're not done yet. So I want to ask all of our group leaders, community groups, Bible study classes, if all of our group.